Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group. If you are not in our Facebook group, come and join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash What Fresh Hellcast. And then you can click on community, or I think it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hellcast. You can find us. I have all the faith in you. Come join us there. It's a great conversation between all the moms who listen and they're giving each other advice and they're helping people out and they're asking us questions. Like today's that comes from Kristen, who asks, how much input should I have on my kids' choice of friends? Oh, Kristen. I've asked this question to myself, and I'm afraid the answer is not going to make either one of us super happy. The amount of input you should have on which kids your kids choose to be friends with is pretty much zero. It's very, very close to zero. Uh, You don't get a lot of input on this. And I know it's hard because we worry about our kids. We worry about our kids' choices. But I think a good way to think about this is advice that my mom, who was a family therapist and gave this advice to a lot of people, including myself, and is very helpful, is that the only thing you can address about other people is their behavior. You cannot address who they are fundamentally as people. So so we don't say to our husbands when we're angry with them as much as we might want to. We try not to say to them, you are so lazy, you never do anything. You can instead address the behavior by saying, hey, if I'm getting up at seven, I need you to be up at latest by eight o'clock so that you can be helping me because otherwise I spend all the hours that you are asleep in the morning plotting the various ways that I could do you bodily harm and that's not good for our marriage. To the friend who shows up late, you can say, hey, I'll wait for you from three o'clock till 310 if we're supposed to meet at three, but at 310 I'm going home. And so if you're not there by then, I'm going to leave But you don't have to say, you are a very thoughtless person who is always late. We just address behavior. And this is a similar concept to our kids when they pick friends. It is very, very tempting to say to your kids, I don't like that you're friends with that kid. That kid is obnoxious. I don't like that you're friends with that kid. That kid is a bad influence. But if we just address behavior, we can address everything we need without putting our kids in the corner of being really defensive about 
their friends. A lot of us had friends growing up who we felt our parents didn't like. Our parents probably vocalized that they didn't like them. And it rarely leads to the feeling of like, you know, great point, mom. I guess I'll stop being friends with this person. It leads to the feeling of you're judgmental, you're small-minded. And honestly, sometimes we are. Sometimes we are making bad choices for our kids. Sometimes we think, oh, you should be friends with that kid who's in the chess club. He seems really smart and nice. We don't know that kid. Like maybe the fact that he's in the chess club is not completely definitive of his personality. And so what I try to do with my kids is address behavior. I did not like it when I heard your friend using a curse word in the backyard. I really think that's disrespectful to our house. That's not how we behave here. I will, of course, go to that kid when they're over and say, hey, cut it out. We don't use curse words at my house. And if you're using them, I'm going to call your mom and have her come pick you up. And so that keeps us out of the thing of that kid's a bad kid. I don't know whether or not the kid's a bad kid. I just know that he absolutely 100% has to stop using curse words at my house. Similarly, if you're seeing behavior that your kid is sneaking out with that friend, your kid is grounded. You can deal with your kid and you can say, I really am disappointed in both of you for doing that. And here is your consequence. And so you're really addressing the problem without getting into a dynamic about debating with your kid whether or not you like the other person. Another suggestion that I really like on this topic is and listen, it's COVID. So this is advice more for the after times. But even now, try to keep your kid involved in a variety of activities, because what is going to happen inevitably is that they are going to have friends who you don't like, friends who are giving them a hard time, friends who are a pain in the you know what, in certain realms of their life. So I know for myself, this happened to me at school I had a falling out with this one or that one, or I was fighting with these people or I was getting bullied, but I had other activities. Then I would do gymnastics. I did gymnastics. I wasn't good at anything, but I did gymnastics for a little while. I did ballet for a little while. I was in the theater club for a little while. And I would have friends in other realms of my life. I was always really close with all of my cousins, pretty close with my siblings as well. And so I wasn't limited to only the influence of one sphere. And so that's something to keep in mind that if you're seeing like, uh, it's just my kid and this kid who I think has really bad behaviors and they're spending a lot of time together, try to find other places where you can put other kids in your kid's path. And then the other thing you can really help to do is keep giving them perspective. We know that whatever we say negatively about friends who they value is not going to go well. But this is bigger conversations. You know, I worry about that behavior because it does make it harder. I want to be able to trust you. When you're in high school, I want you to be able to hang out with your friends. I want you to be able to go do all the fun things that you want to do. I want you to be able to do all the fun things you want to do. And if I see the kind of behaviors that I'm seeing from this other kid, then we've got to get into the whole thing where you've got to have a curfew and we've got to lock it down and I can't let you go out unsupervised. And so I think when you broaden the perspective a little bit on like behavior has consequences, this is the realm you can control. And we're very big on the podcast on what can we control here and who your kid likes, wants to be friends with, wants to date. So we got to stay within our sphere of control. And that is consequences for any behavior your kid engages in. 
consequences for anybody who is acting up in your house, and then lots of talking and perspective and lots of different varieties of activities so that your kid has more influences in their life than just maybe one or two kids who you're not that fond of. Kristen, I wish the answer was you can always control everything your kids do, especially the punky kids who they want to be friends with, but we're going to have to figure it out another way. I hope that helps. And if you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them on our Facebook group. There's a thread there. Just search question of the week and you'll find the thread to ask questions. Or you can always email them to us at questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com and we may answer them on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.